You're listening to Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSC Fort Collins for Tuesday, April 13th. I'm Lee Zimpel, your assistant news director, and I, along with Portia Cook, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, if you are the property manager of a short-term rental here in Larimer County, we have all the new property enforcement guidelines for you. Learn more with Portia Cook in local news. And on Monday, the Morgan Library became the temporary home for a unique traveling exhibit that is one of only 20 of its kind. This and more with me in Campus News. And finally, last week on Thursday, Tennessee Republicans expelled two young Democratic lawmakers from the state legislature. Now, both representatives have been reinstated back into their positions. Find out more in national news with me. And with that, let's move right into campus news. I'm Lee Zimpel reporting your campus news. On Monday, the Morgan Library became the temporary home of a unique traveling exhibit that is one of only 20 of its kind in the U.S. The exhibit is called For All the People, A Century of Citizen Action in Healthcare Reform. It comes from the National Library of Medicine, which is a leader in biomedical research and health information communication. According to CSU Source, the exhibit features six graphic banners that tell the little-known story of regular citizens whose movements helped shape the changing American healthcare system. Typically, most people think only about national leaders or public figures having an impact on healthcare reform. But this exhibit aims to put community voices and impacts at the center of focus. If you're interested in seeing the exhibit for yourself, it'll stay at the Morgan Library lobby for the rest of the week until Saturday, April 15th. April is Earth Month, but one CSU professor is ensuring that her work towards environmental justice doesn't stop when April ends. CSU's Center for Environmental Justice began back in 2020, and according to its co-founder Stephanie Malin, it's been working towards sustainability through research, teaching, and community engagement and outreach. Malin is a CSU Associate Sociology Professor, and she also serves on the Executive Committee of the Colorado Water Center. As a sociologist who focuses on how communities navigate environmental injustices, her work goes beyond just the CSU community. Malin works with several community organizations in Commerce City, helping as a social scientist in studies that aim to tell the stories of people who deal with environmental injustice. For example, one study Malin is a part of is looking at the health and quality of life outcomes for people who live near the Sunker Oil Refinery in Commerce City, which pumps out plenty of air pollution. The area they're looking at is, according to Malin, one of the most polluted zip codes in the United States. Malin said that her work is important because capturing the stories of today can help people think proactively about the negative impacts of pollution as society slowly transitions towards using different energy systems. In her interview on an episode of CSU's The Audit, Malin said that environmental injustice doesn't always look exactly like those large-scale events that make national news, but that you can see it anywhere you go looking for it. If you want to learn more about CSU's Stephanie Malin and the Center for Environmental Justice, you can find all of that on the CSU Source website. There, you can also find information about upcoming events that will happen on campus for Earth Month. I'm Lee Zimpel, and those were your campus news updates. Up next is local news with Portia Cook.
Hey, this is DJ Mac. Be sure to tune in on Sundays at 5 p.m. for my show, Primetime Shakedown. We'll break down the day's sports and sports news and look ahead to the coming week of sports. Only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. In local news, if you are the property manager of a short-term rental here in Larimer County, you may want to listen up. Larimer County commissioners put regulations in place governing short-term rental properties, all while adopting new enforcement guidelines, including fines and the potential loss of licenses for violations. The new short-term property changes include the following. First, new and existing licenses can be transferred to immediate family members only once, and the transfer must occur within 10 years of licensure. No other transfers will be allowed. Short-term rentals in county residential zones will also be required to be separate from each other by a minimum of 500 feet, although short-term rentals in Redfeather Lakes must be separated by only 250 feet. Additionally, property managers must live within an hour of short-term rentals to allow for a quick response time to complaint or issues. No short-term rentals will be allowed within 500 feet of a Larimer County park or open space, and property managers must inform renters that they must buy a park pass if they wish to visit a county park. And lastly, a new zone EVE-1S will be created allowing short-term rentals within the Estes Valley Estate Zone. Now, the new short-term rental standards will go into effect January 1st for properties only in the unincorporated Larimer County. Larimer County is hiring an outside company to monitor internet sites like Airbnb and VRBO where short-term rentals are advertised. Monitors will look for rentals that are licensed and flag those that are not. Anyone found to be operating a short-term rental without a license will be issued an additional $500 fee when the owner applies for a license. This is because of the additional cost to the county to track the property owner down and process the late application. Three violations of the new regulations can result in the loss or suspension of a license, and a license can also be revoked immediately by the Community Development Department if the violation endangers public health or safety. Once a violation notification is given, property owners will have 15 days after receiving the notice of violation to dispute the allegations. Information from this story comes from the Coloradoan. Now, Fort Collins is home to many things, including some of the world's richest people. According to Forbes magazine's 2023 list of billionaires, Fort Collins' philanthropist Pat Stryker has found herself among the world's 1,000 richest people. Stryker is the founder of the nonprofit Bohemian Foundation and a for-profit real estate arm estimated to be worth $3.2 billion as of April 4th. Last year, Stryker was listed as number 388 on Forbes' list of 400 richest Americans. According to Forbes, Stryker is the granddaughter of the founder of Stryker Corp., a medical equipment manufacturer that sold $14.4 billion worth of medical equipment in 2022 alone. According to the Colorado and over 40 organizations have received Bohemian Fund grants totaling $620,000. The Bohemian Foundation also donated $6 million to CSU to create a presidential chair in energy innovation named after CSU professor Brian Wilson, who directs CSU's Powerhouse Energy Campus and CSU Energy Institute. 
In other local news, you may want to start thinking about cleaning out your car. Why? Well, because Fort Collins's holiday twin drive-in theater is set to kick off its 2023 season, and I am so excited about it. The iconic drive-in theater right here in Fort Collins will open again on April 21st and 22nd. However, shows have yet to be announced. You can keep an eye on the movie showings and ticket sales by visiting the drive-in website at HolidayTwin.com. The city of Fort Collins has also announced the celebration of Independence Day this year. The city of Fort Collins, in partnership with Elevations Credit Union, is set to host a full slate of Independence Day's festivities this year on Tuesday, July 4th. Activities planned for the 4th of July include a Firecracker 5K, Stars and Stripes Golf Tournament, a community parade along Mountain Avenue, a food truck rally, live music and city park, and more. And my favorite part about the holiday, the day will conclude with a celebratory firework show at City Park. This year's festivities will be themed around celebrating 150 years of city services in Fort Collins. Additional information regarding this year's 4th of July activities and more can be found online at fcgov.com slash July 4th. If you are looking for more things to do in and around Fort Collins, you can find the most up-to-date music events and entertainment news on the events calendar online at kcsufm.com. And that is all for your local news today. As a reminder, it is DJ-a-thon here at KCSU. DJ-a-thon is our semi-annual fundraising event where listeners like you get the opportunity to donate to our station to help keep local radio alive. Not only that, your donations give our staff the resources, tools, and equipment needed for students to continue learning and grow personally and professionally on their journey in broadcast radio. We have so many great students here at KCSU who are all very passionate about growing in the world of radio while providing community members just like you with amazing content. From live DJ shows to podcasts, sports, and news, KCSU is your one-stop shop for all sorts of different information and entertainment. On behalf of my team here in the newsroom and all of the staff here at KCSU, a big thank you to all of those who have donated and those who will donate. We couldn't do this without you. If you are considering supporting the future of KCSU, you can look into giving what you can by checking out our donation page at kcsufm.com by calling 970-538-5278, where you'll speak with a live DJ right here in our studio, or you can easily send us a donation through our Venmo at kcsufm. Every dollar you give helps train more than 70 KCSU students striving to become better communicators and stronger media professionals. So thank you. And that is all I have for you today. Thank you for being in the studio with me. Up next after the break is Lee Zempel with your national news.
Crazy Carl's Pizza is known in Fort Collins and Loveland for its award-winning pizza, hot stuffed grinders, meaty bone-in wings, and more. Proudly serving Northern Colorado since 2010 with awards and accolades from No Coast Style, The Coloradoan, CSU and Feasting Fort Collins, Crazy Carl's has three convenient locations for dine-in, pickup, and delivery. Cheer on your favorite local teams and enjoy our food hot and fresh. In national news, last week on Thursday, Tennessee Republicans expelled two young Democratic lawmakers from the state legislature, Representatives Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. Now, both representatives have recently been reinstated back into their positions. They were expelled for their role in a protest that called for gun control in response to the deadly school shooting in Nashville. They were two of the three Democratic lawmakers who participated in the protest. The third was Representative Gloria Johnson, who narrowly survived expulsion by one vote. Outrage and accusations of racism towards the House came after they were expelled because Representative Johnson, who is white, was spared, but her colleagues Jones and Pearson were not, and they are black. On Monday, Jones was quickly reinstated in unanimous vote by the Nashville Metropolitan Council. Then, on Wednesday, Pearson was also easily reappointed by Shelby County Commissioners. But their appointments back into their positions are only interim. In the coming months, there will be special elections for their seats, but both Jones and Pearson said that they plan to run. The House's vote to remove Jones and Pearson put Tennessee in the center of national attention, as the future of American democracy is a high-stakes political topic of debate. Information for this story comes from the Associated Press. I'm Lee Zimpel, and that's it for National News. Next is the CSU Sports Report with Eliza Drotar. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Report. In women's softball, the team is now 19-13, and 13, with their most recent win being against San Jose State in a five-inning Mercy Rule 10-2 game. In men's golf, the team will be competing in the Western Intercollegiate in Santa Cruz, California, with the San Jose Spartans hosting. This is a three-day event, and so far they are tied for fifth out of 14. In men's baseball news, the team lost their most recent match to CU in their three-game series, losing the first one, winning the second one, and losing the third one. If you are interested in listening to live play-by-play for men's baseball, tune in to 90.5 KCSU of M. Fort Collins, where our sports team will be hosting throughout the rest of the semester and being able to give you the latest and greatest on men's baseball. My name is Eliza Jotar. This has been your RMR Sports Report. New Era Colorado Foundation is a multi-issue organization committed to engaging and educating active citizens and young leaders in Colorado. New Era Colorado provides resources for young people to gain collective power in all levels of the democratic process, including issue organizing and electoral mobilization. For more information, visit their Fort Collins office located on South College Avenue, right across from Jack Christensen's track, or go to neweracolorado.org.
with your KCSU weather report. Today was another beautiful day across Fort Collins with a high of 81 degrees. Tonight, you can expect temps to drop slightly to a high of 52 with mostly cloudy skies. Thursday is giving us plenty of warmth again with a high of 76 degrees before we move into clouds and a 60% chance of rain later Thursday night. Don't put your jackets away just yet. Taking a look at Friday, temps drop quite a bit to a high of 47 degrees with overcast and again that 60% chance of rain. Moving into the weekend, it doesn't look too bad. Saturday is giving us a high of 56 degrees with partly cloudy skies and Sundays jumping up just a bit to a high of 68 degrees with mostly sunny skies. I hope everyone has a great weekend. As for next week's weather, you can tune into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on KCSUFM.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time.